Welcome, Bearcat family, and to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud, you are now tuning in to the A-Plus podcast hosted by me, Zane Phillips, head academic producer here at MCK Radio. I am joined here with a good friend of mine, Ryan Haynes. Go ahead and say hi. (laughs) My name is Ryan Haynes. I'm a student academic mentor on campus, and that's why I'm here today. Zane asked me earlier this week to do my first podcast. Never done this before, so a little excited. Don't know exactly how it works, but he said he's going to flow me through this. So you're uh, you're going to do a great job. We're uh, so yeah. What I ha- uh, what I want to have you on today is I I heard some stuff through the grapevine through the university that we did not do so hot on the midterms. Um, I've heard the same. Yeah. So I guess. What I wanted to focus on this week for a podcast is academic stuff and how we can get some sort of these new college students that maybe kind of fell behind during COVID and is and are now experiencing, you know, in-person schooling at a very high level for the first time in a while. So one thing that, you know, I strive myself for is, you know, academic success you know we are both academic all-americans in the sport all-american wrestlers academic all, ac- academic <laughs> almost there on the wrestling it's it's very uh it's a very important distinction but we do we do uh pride ourselves in in keeping our grades up um we have actually both been president's lists and dean's lists and really uh dedica- dedicating ourselves to the to the craft so I just want to ask you, how do you maintain your, just things that work for you personally, how do you maintain your academic success? Well, first things first, it's not necessarily easy, but over time, you kind of get used to it a little more. For me, it's all about staying organized, planners, uh, doing things online, online calendars and things like that to mark all my assignments and such. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's not easy because, you know, Almost, what is it, two-thirds, three-fourths of campus is athletes. A lot, a lot of people. Yeah, you get done with practice in the afternoon after going to class all day. The last thing you really want to think about is homework. But Mm -hmm. it honestly just comes down to hard work at night, especially when you're on your own, just Mm. getting your assignments done. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, for me, just staying organized and, like, committing to doing my stuff because it's really easy to take a couple nights off, and then that's how you get behind super easy. So Mm -hmm. consistency, every night getting your stuff done, at least something. Um, but yeah. yeah, a lot of times, as long as you're showing up to class, that's never really the problem. Like mm. people show up to class. It's what people are doing out of class that really gets yeah. them behind. And of course, what they do out of class also includes skipping class. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess, what do you do whenever you're sort of like in a funk? Maybe you've, you were sick, you missed a couple classes. Been there. You're, you're trying to come back because I know you were there last year. So how do you... Because I know that some people are experiencing this right now. How do you come back and get that grade that you want? Because I don't, a word to the wise, even though it is midterms, you still have a substantial amount of time to bring that up. I mean, I'm not saying you need to be relaxed for it, students that are maybe listening and aren't looking so hot at the midterms. But you also have to realize that it is the midterms and you do have a substantial, not maybe, maybe not a substantial amount of time, but time to bring that back up. And now's when you really need to hit it, right? So how do you come out of a funk? 
So last year I actually had the flu and I've had COVID twice since I got mm. on campus. So there have been three times where I've been set back a whole week of missing mm. class. And each time the biggest thing absolutely has been communication. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially at McKendree, the professors are going to be super, um, super nice and at least more open if you communicate with them that either you're behind already and you want to work yourself up mm-hmm. or just in general, whatever the issue is, if you communicate with your professors, you're 100% going to get um, something positive out of that, whether mm-hmm. it is some sort of extension, some sort of leniency, whatever it is. So definitely communicating, um, explaining your situation and what, you know, um, giving them a verbal commitment that you're going to come back from this. Yeah. Um, cause you know, a lot of times when you tell them, yeah, I'm going to improve yeah. my grades. I'm going to get these assignments done. I just need the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's really going to go a long way. Um, other things that I do, you got to prioritize, mm, got to yeah. put school first. I mean, that's really why all of us came here. Yeah. They always say student athletes, student comes first. Mm-hmm. So even though most of campus is athletes, um, we got to get our, our stuff done first. So prioritizing, communicating, those mm-hmm. are probably the biggest things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I am seeing that the university is giving more resources to the students to succeed because I, th- I can't remember what year exactly we brought the hub in, but the hub is fantastic. It's a 24 hour study space. It's underneath 1828. You can go there. If it's locked, pub safe will come in, unlock it for you. Um, of course, your coaches or sports may mandate study tables etc cetera, etc cetera. but something new that of course uh, I'm having Ryan on here for is the student academic mentor through residency life which you know is affectionately referred to as Sam's so Ryan can you explain to me what is a Sam so at McKendree's uh, Sam is a student academic mentor uh, you mentioned it's through the residence life um, department. So basically what a student academic mentor does is we have four hours a week where we go into the hub, uh, or not the hub, I'm sorry, the ALC, which is connected to Res Hall West on campus, um, 6 to 10 p.m. minor Sunday nights are my tutoring hours. And I sit in the uh, ALC and I kind of just wait to see who shows up. And as people come up, um, we help with study tips, we help um, guide um, through assignments or through projects that people are working on, whatever they come in with really is what we're there to help with. Mm-hmm. There's no structured appointments with it. It's not something a coach can require you to go to. Mm-hmm. It's open hours, basically, um, an open hour tutor. And it's not necessarily a tutor. Maybe that's not the right word. But basically, we're trying to turn the ALC into, um, I don't remember the exact wording we use, but kind of an open study environment where everyone's mm-hmm. welcome. You can come and just bring your books and read. You can come and just bring an assignment and work. And go sit in the corner by yourself if that's what you want. Or yeah. you can come in and you can ask us a bunch of questions. You can communicate. You can ask what are your study tips that we like to use as the mm-hmm. student academic, academic mentors. You can ask um, for help maybe with a certain part of an assignment you don't understand. Yeah. How to be organized. Um, general tips of the student. Um, it's not always the best when students come in with a homework assignment that's due at midnight and yeah. basically ask you to do it for them because the answer is yeah. going to be sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not our job. So we're mm-hmm. basically there to foster like an environment where students can come in and really commit themselves because that's something that students kind of lack to do on their own, mm-hmm. especially like you were talking about with this incoming class. A lot of them haven't had to go above and beyond at any point during their high school career because of COVID. It kind of made things a little different for some of these newer people when they were sophomores in high school. So they kind of went through freshman year. 
And then sophomore, junior, and senior year, they were kind of set back by COVID. Mm -hmm. But in a way, it made it easier for a lot of them, too, because teachers were more lenient. They weren't really pushing as much on them. And so then they get to college, and everything is on them. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest difference between high school and college is everything is on the the student. student. There's um, At McKendree, I mean, we could go on and on about the resources, student success, the SAM program. Um, like you said, the hub got mm-hmm. um, built, the library just got renovated. There's just so yeah. much stuff on campus, the writing, the tutoring center, um, the research center. I mean, the list goes on yeah. um, of places you can go to your RA, whatever it is. But you have to reach out as a student. Yeah. So, so I that's guess, what the SAM yeah. program So about. I guess in light of the, uh, I guess, lackluster grades coming out of this midterm report, have the SAMs been utilized? Not as much as we would like. There has been, I think, at least for me personally, on Sunday nights, keep in mind there's three other Sams who um, Monday nights, Tuesday nights, and Thursday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. are the times that they're in there. I would have to look into um, our sign-in sheet numbers to see Mm -hmm. how it's gone for the other Sams. I've noticed a slight uptick in usage on my nights of people coming in and help, or, you know, that I can help out and ask. People ask questions, but... Not as much as we would like. I do find myself a lot of times at my SAM hours kind of on my own, kind of mm-hmm. wishing students would come in. And that's like what I said before. It's on the student to come in. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an absolutely free resource. We're there waiting to help, um, kind of just sitting there. And like I said, even if you just want to come in and study and just have someone else there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not as much as we would like. I do see a couple people each night that come in and maybe a study group. But ideally, we'd like to have the room full of people. Um the plan is, you know, the more people that come in, the more people that fill out that sign-in sheet and say that they were there, you know, in the future, the more SAMs that can be hired. Yeah. Maybe seven nights a week we can have a SAM in there. Maybe mm-hmm. one day we can move um, the, you know, into a bigger space on campus, even though the ALC is nice. We, were, we yeah. really like the ALC, but maybe it can be, you know, an all-day thing. But until we see how it goes with four SAMs, we can't really expand into having more unless yeah. we see an, you know, an uptick in the amount of people that come in. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess that means, um, to me that they're not really, I don't want to say that they don't have the, the drive because I gotta, I have to understand that these new freshmen are, it's their first semester and their first time being away from their parents. So they're trying to adjust, but I guess why is it important for freshmen to come in and learn and get those, not I guess, methods from the SAMs to succeed? So I like how you said um, to learn because the mm-hmm. thing is, you're not talking about learning the course material necessarily. You're yeah. learning how to be a you, college student. You learn. You yeah. learn. You have to learn how to learn. Exactly. So one thing we talked about is there's different types of learners. There's auditory learners, there's visual learners, there's hands-on learners. Um, so every student is so different and you really need to explore you yourself as a student and you need to know um, what direction you need to take yourself in. Um, for me personally, I am a very um, hands-on person. Mm-hmm. I like to be very involved with my work and I like to do everything at night. That's just my own preferences. After wrestling practice, when I get back to my apartment, eat dinner, shower, whatever, it's 7, 8 p.m., mm-hmm. those are the hours I work best. That's when I do my stuff. And this is a, a routine that, um, you know, especially freshman year with COVID, whenever I came to campus in 2020, 
I didn't entirely have down. I was mm-hmm. on a lot more random schedule. Yeah. Now I've kind of perfected how I like to do my work. And I kind of learned more about myself as a student when I got to college. Because in high school, it was, you know, you're here from 7 to 3 each day. Mm-hmm. You do your stuff during that time. And then you do the rest of your stuff when you get home or whatever. But on college, everyone's everyone's schedule is so different. You know, yeah. wrestling practices at 3, but the women practice in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. another team might practice at noon. Another team might be practicing at 7 p.m. Yeah. Whatever it is, some people aren't even, you know, involved in a sport. But everyone's schedule is so different. Every mm-hmm. student is so different. So part of the SAM's job is to direct a student into that direction that um, of their own success and also just giving them helpful tips um, about how to study. We've done programs. We did a planner program, mm-hmm. a pop-in planners program. And the other one we did was um, it was like spooky – Spooky test taking tips. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, we were giving out candy and stuff. Yeah, but we do programs. Uh, the first one was about planners, and we showed students how to be organized, basically. Mm-hmm. And we gave out free planners and stuff. Uh, the next one we gave out study tips and candy and things like that. But there's so many ways to learn about being a good student, and that's like what our main goal is. Right now, there's only four of us and Jenny Miller, um, who's kind of mm-hmm. overseeing the Sams as well as Calvin Wortman. But yeah. Jenny, you know. Uh, residence life kind of partnered up with student success mm-hmm. um so jenny is kind of the one that's looking over us and that's kind of our shared goal is to help these students that are coming in and don't know they might be really smart they may be really really smart they might have got a 4.0 even in high school um but sometimes like i said it's a completely different environment yeah. being on your own so they got to learn you know yeah. a lot so is there one thing specifically that you do that maybe you don't see a lot of other people do when you're studying that helps you like something like maybe you throw on a specific type of music or you use certain colors to coordinate? Yeah. I love a highlighter. <laughs> you know, I'm a highlighter guy. I'll tell you. I also use highlighters. I'm yeah. guilty on that one. So, well, the thing I'm saying, that, the reason I'm saying that is because um, I've noticed, like, I go through my notes, um, or sometimes we do have, like, chapter handouts in certain classes, and I um, I go through and highlight everything I don't understand, you know? Mm. And so a lot of the material we cover on a, you know, a first glance might be a little confusing, and then by the time I go back through it, I'll get it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there are certain topics or things that you won't understand even after looking at it two, three, four, five, six times. Yeah. So those are the things that get highlighted. Those are the things that get starred, whatever it is, and that's kind of my method of going back and like separating what it is that I already know from what is troubling me. Um, yeah, highlighters, stars, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. colors. I mean, that's, that's different from what I do. So like when I'm taking notes, I highlight – um, either sp- like specific headings or things that are very important. Um, or maybe one thing that I don't think students do that uh, when they take notes is that they take notes other than what is explicitly on the slide or what the teacher says. Right. So I guess writing slides is important, but it's also important to understand the concepts of what the teacher is saying. Sometimes sometimes you get lost in taking the notes themselves that you kind of miss the lecture and what the professor is talking about. So sometimes I don't even write verbatim what's on the PowerPoint slide or what's in the book. I just sit and I kind of absorb what the, the lecture and the professor is saying. And then I highlight certain, certain things within that that are, you know, key concepts. So not necessarily that I don't highlight things that I don't understand. It's 
uh, I guess, important things that aren't explicitly said in the PowerPoint or um, maybe some things that the professor says or doesn't say that is, you know, attributes to the overall, I guess, interpretation of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so what I actually, it's kind of funny you bring that up because that's something that I struggled with when I was an incoming freshman. I would try and write down everything, mm-hmm. everything that was on the slide because I thought that was, you know, yeah. that's exactly what I needed. When in reality, the stuff on the slides or the stuff that the teacher has up on the board in whatever form they're doing it, mm-hmm. that stuff's important, but that stuff's in your textbook. Like, yeah. you were totally right about what the professor is teaching you, the lecture itself. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to really be um, writing down and trying to remember for example, uh, I have a business finance class, and every there's a chapter handout or a PowerPoint, whatever it is, on the board, on every class, on the smart board. Mm-hmm. But there's also the whiteboard there, and he writes out all the problems, you know, the methods and little tips, and he stars little things on the side, things that um, kind of his thought process and how he goes about things, important things to remember, um, those type of things. So it's not as much, you know, the PowerPoint is going to be on Brightspace, right? Yeah. So the notes from class are always posted online in mm-hmm. 90% of the classes at McKendry. Um, at least it seems like for me. Yeah. So that's stuff I can go back and look in the textbook for. But the stuff that is actually taught in those 15 minutes or whatever it is, you know, you're not going to be able to find that stuff online. That's mm-hmm. the stuff your teacher is telling you. And if you think about it, your teacher is the one writing your exams. Your teacher is the yeah. one writing your quizzes. So those are the things that you really need to understand are the things that they are telling you and they are teaching you. Not necessarily as much as what's from the book sometimes because – you know, that professor, the stuff, you know, those little hints and tricks they're giving Mm -hmm. you, it's because they're putting that stuff on the exam most of the time. Yeah. And one thing that I, um, kind of related to this is that even if I am not getting, you know, an A plus in this class, I'm really focusing on understanding the course material. Cause especially with these gen eds, maybe you're undecided, but if you're really paying attention and understanding what the class is teaching you and how to apply these concepts and not just memorizing stuff to take a test, it's going to help you in those um, in those upper level classes, which are for some for some classes, it's more so lecture based. But with others, it's, you know, I can't I've only taken X amount of upper level classes, but sometimes they're super heavy in terms of like problems that you have to take home and do. But if I do not feel confident that I'm going to, you know, maintain X GPA to, you know, get this, you know, whatever, I'm focused on understanding and actively learning what the course is about because that will eventually apply to what I'll be learning in the future. So I think that's something important that freshmen should understand and keep in mind if they're not getting, you know, the best GPA or if you look on the report card and not see all A's, you need to look at yourself and ask yourself, am I understanding and learning what the concept is about? Because, of course, an A is fine. You know, C is passing, whatever, whatever. But what matters is if you're understanding what is being taught to you. Yeah. And what um, I think is really cool about you saying that too, is a lot of students lack that mindset of trying to understand and they prioritize trying to get an A, Mm -hmm. which we all, we all are guilty of it, you know, but I think it's really good. You brought that up because 
your perspective on going into the class. It's just like going into anything in life because a lot of times if you go into it with a positive mindset of like, I want to learn this material, I want to understand, you're going to be doing the things that will get you that A. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to be asking questions. If you really want to understand, you're going to ask questions after class. You're going to email your professor. You're going to put extra time in on the homework. You're going to read the textbook. Mm -hmm. You're going to go to the SAM hours. You're going to do whatever. So that's the thing about students that come in and they're just like, well, I just need to get a C. I just need to get a C. I'll just turn this assignment in. It'll be good. You know, I'll get a good grade, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just, you know, write this discussion board real quick and close my laptop, whatever. Those students aren't understanding it. And then mm-hmm. it makes it even harder for them to just get that C in the yeah. long run. If you want to get that C, go into it with a mindset of, I just want to understand it. You're going to get the C and you're probably yeah. going to end up with an A, to be honest. Yeah. So the A, the A is just a byproduct, byproduct of, of what yeah. you're doing. Um, so we're coming up here on, I guess... To wrap up, do you have anything, any parting shots, anything that maybe we didn't talk about in terms of SAMs or academic success that you think might be applicable? Um, no, there's nothing else. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. I would just say Sunday nights, Monday nights, Tuesday nights, and Thursday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. And the ALC connected to Res Hall West, there's going to be a student academic mentor in there. So if you guys are hearing this podcast and you guys end up wanting some help, some extra help. Don't be afraid to just show up. Yeah. It's not something you have to sign up for. Um, you anonymously fill out a form. Your name is attached, but you know no one's looking at that to see if you went. Yeah. No one, you know, that's just for our, you know, to see that people were coming or not. So there's no strings attached. Um, you don't have to worry about being judged or anything like that mm-hmm. for coming to this stuff. No one's out saying so and so signed up for this or any yeah. of that. Um, it's completely open. Uh, we want people to come and get help. We know midterm grades weren't where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, student success and all those people wanted it to be. So we want people to come in. We want people to ask for help. Um, yeah, and we'll help you out. And we're also doing three programs a month or three programs a semester. So it's pretty much monthly. Um, our next program, I'm not sure the exact date. Um, it's coming up in November. I'm trying to think of exactly what we're doing. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but sometime, I think yeah. it's the second Monday maybe of November. Um, but we're trying to do three per semester. So, and then next semester there'll be a few more. So try and come out to that stuff. Um, and have fun, learn something. Cool. Also word of advice, just ask for help. You know, totally. you, you have all these resources on campus. It's, you know, you're doing it, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't ask for help. And I mean, don't, don't view asking for help as like a punishment or, or a weakness. Yeah. It's you're, you're using your it's resources. a strength yeah it's total strength really. you're gonna get something positive out of it no matter what mm-hmm. and like you know like you were saying so many resources whether you ask the sams whether you ask student success your ra a classmate a professor a teacher's aide whatever it is whoever it is you know counseling services even who, whoever mm-hmm. it is go reach out grab some help and you're gonna mm-hmm. learn something you're gonna better yourself um and it's always good to bounce things off other people as well so mm-hmm. All right, Ryan. Well, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing some of your academic wisdom. And uh, if they need if they need anything else, to email, I, I assume ResLife to get some to get some help for Sam's, or would they email Jenny Mueller? Miller. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Jenny we have Miller? A, we have both of those yeah, on campus. Yeah. I apologize. All right. Well, thank you, and I will see you next time.